It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. It's a, uh, it's a Thursday. Thursdays suck, but uh, they're kind of cool. It's almost the end of the week. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Oh, hi, Boomer. Oh, hi, guys. A Boomer's joining us on the big program. We've got a guest. We've got a very big-time guest. Let me ask you if you guys ever have this. You know, you get uh, when you have an Amazon package arriving, you get the text message or the thing that comes, uh, the notification. Yeah. It just says, oh, your, your package is arriving. I get the one every day. It goes, your package is arriving uh, tomorrow. If you want to pick it up. No, deliver it to my house. Do I want to pick it up? Go where? Uh, Well, you can have an Amazon locker. Yeah, they do have that. I see see Santander Bank has Amazon lockers that you can go and pick up your Amazon packages to. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Me neither. Why is the beauty of Amazon? They bring it to your house. Right. You're going to bring it to my house, and then I have somebody else open it. <laughs> so you get it right. Someone brings want, it to your house. Any, I don't want to get any paper cuts or any of that stuff. And then someone else separate. Another person breaks down the box, puts that in 100%. recycling. Yeah, those uh, Amazon lockers seem sketchy. I don't know what the point of them is. I the really don't. I can unless think you're of, hiding something from your wife or right, your husband, you're hiding something clearly, or. You live in a really sketch neighborhood where people are just stealing packages off your. Oh, that could yeah, be that, too. That could be. That could right? be. But if you order some sort of sexual toy or something yeah. like that, maybe you would want to go and get it at one of these right. Amazon lockers. Like your anal yep. beads. Right. That'd be an Amazon locker pickup. Like your what? His anal beads. I don't have anal you beads. You have anal beads? I do not. Why do you say he does? Yeah, I don't know. I said like them, and he said right. No, no, no. <laughs> you did. I, I can rewind the tape. But I don't have anal beads. <laughs> Nor would I pick those up. or ha- I guess I would have them delivered right to my house and hope they were. I hope like a different neighbor didn't get them. Yes. I got someone's anal beads. Does anyone know where Al Dukes lives? Put these on his porch. <laughs> well, they're supposed to be you know, you discreet. What you, what you could actually do is you could actually send them to Gio if you'd like. Okay, and have him bring them in. No, and have Gino open them up. <laughs> I actually had a friend of mine. This is not. This is not a joke. This is true. A friend of ours, you know this. For Christmas one year, decided there were four couples, and he thought it would be hilarious to give all the guys a Christmas gift, and they were rubber vaginas <laughs> that we opened up in front of our wives. <laughs> yes, I know, I know stuff like that goes on. <laughs> hey, what are we supposed to do with this? Well, what do you think you're supposed to do with it? You go away a lot, pack it. <laughs> I always think about, like, someone works, someone's job is they go to a factory and they work on the rubber vagina molds. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's the job. Yes. They're and made in China. Made in China, probably. Mm-hmm. But someone's got to inspect them to make sure yeah. that they're being made properly, that the mold looks like a vagina. And I'm not even so sure they're made in China anymore because porn stars have theirs replicated. Yes. And I believe they're made here in the United States. Jerry, that's one of the things I, I've said this, and a lot of you can look back. 
keep the fake vagina jobs in the United States. <laughs> That's one of the main things that I have been fighting for for a long time. Is it just the female uh, porn stars that do that? or No. Do the male no, I think you can get the male parts, well. too. Males do it as well. Pretty okay. sure. Made in America. Made in America. Made, in, Amer- made in America not, penis. Right. <laughs> yes. That's if I was a porn star selling, I'd be like, these other porn stars, those things are coming from China. Mine made right here in the United States of America by hardworking Americans. I just want to say it's been a, a pleasure joining you guys today. <laughs> That's it? You're done? Yeah, I think so. All right, see you, Boomer. Very good. All right. Fantastic. No, no, all good. Then uh, here's another thing, Jerry. Yeah. I'm thinking of purchasing this. So I have a very uncomfortable with my nose hairs. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and I... This is like the, what these conversations are about. <laughs> this is, this is, is real is guy it. talk, though. Like, this really, is real life yeah. stuff. You know, it's, I know you have nose hairs. So yeah. You should also cut your ear hair. Yeah, you and I got to cut my. Yeah, you have to. Of course you do. For yeah, sure. Yeah, I got to trim it. Absolutely. But the problem with the nose hair tr- trimmers <laughs> is I still have nose hair. Yeah, I still don't feel like and it my nose hair bugs me all. I'm constantly squeezing mm-hmm. my nostrils. Cuz the more you're cutting and shaving them, the harder they're growing back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm and, and then I we recently or recently, a couple of years ago, for whatever reason, we got a bunch sent to the radio station and they and they were really when you put it in your nose, mm-hmm. it sounded like it was weed whacking. Like I felt like this is really working, right? But I still have the issue. So I went on Amazon this morning. I was like, "Is there a better? Is there a better one of these that I'm just unaware of? Is there something different you, you can mean a do?" Top rated nose hair clipper. Yeah, like a top rated nose hair. They all look the same. Then there's one Jerry here called Tweezy. Okay. It is not battery operated. It's coils that you put the coil in your nose and clamp down. The coils grab your nose hairs. Then you pull out, and it rips the nose hairs out. That sounds horrible. But How many rev- did you buy? One or two of them? Well, here's the thing. The reviews are not terrible. The people are like, I'm thinking of doing it. So Plus, good. I mean, how much was it? 12 bucks. bucks. $12? I mean, it can't hurt. Seems like real up-to-date technology. $12. <laughs> Nothing costs $12 anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's $12, and it's going to be delivered right to my house. I'm sure I'm not going to get a nose infection from that. You know what that means? It costs $3 to make. Or less, probably, <laughs> or maybe right? maybe less. Maybe less. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Tweezy. Okay. I think I'm it's a cool name. It. Plus, uh, it would be a good uh, Instagram video. You're going to Instagram video you tweezing your nose hairs? Well, tw- using Tweezy. I, yes, I know. Okay. Yeah, because I need a solution. And the trimmers are not doing it. I understand. The other thing they do is they have, and they sell these kits on Amazon too. And I saw this on Jackass Waxing? ones. Yeah, yeah. I figured. Then you gotta be careful though, because you you could have some very deep ingrown hairs. Yeah. That if you it could really hurt yourself. Yeah. So I also feel like from the nose, we do need our nose hairs, or or nature wouldn't put them there. Well, like it's supposed to f- uh, fight against infection, isn't it? Right. Like a filter. That's what yeah. I always thought. Yes. But then again, you get some of these old guys that don't give a crap anymore. They got nose coming out of their eyeballs. Yeah, there's sometimes I just want to like look. I just want to take that nose hair trimmer and stick it right in old guys' noses. I know. I'm aware. So imagine what else is going on in their body. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They've just given up. Yeah. Just <laughs> completely quit. Ugh. So I don't know what to do. Uh, Are you going to buy Tweezy? I guess, but I know when that. That's one of these things. Like right now, I think it's a fun idea. It'll be like, oh, this would be great. Then I'm going to get it, 
it's going to be sitting on my table. I'm going to be like, do I, am I really going to rip my nose hairs out with a coil? Well, if you're having that second thought already, then don't bother. Don't do it. Then keep But I need a for... solution. I'm constantly touching my nose because the nose hair. I think when you trim your nose hairs with the clippers, all it does is it clearly just shortens them. Mm-hmm. But they're still in there. Yeah, they're in there. Annoying you. Why don't you go to Brookstone? They usually have state-of-the-art stuff. Oh, touch of modern. Maybe you'll get it by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I need it before Christmas. I saw a commercial for them the other day. Still? On, um, uh, what the hell? On Ion. TV. That's still a thing. Touch of Modern. still a thing, We yes. used to do live reads for them years ago. I do, and got podcast. cool products from yeah. them. It no, just the took products, forever. The products were very cool, but did take a long like, time. That is one of the cooler websites for gadgets. Yeah. Brookstone is pretty cool. Touch of Modern is like another level ahead. Yeah, there's another site, uh, and they send catalogs around Christmas called Uncommon Goods. Uncommon Goods. Okay. Yeah, they, that seems they, fun. They got other fun stuff That as does well. seem kind of cool. Jerry, I did a Twitter poll. I want to see if you if you think you can guess how this Twitter poll worked out. All right. I asked, how do you take your coffee? And these were the options I gave people. Okay? Yeah. How do you take your coffee? Black. Touch of Modern is blocked, by the way. Oh. That doesn't make any sense. Maybe because they're selling vibrators. No, it wouldn't be, no, it wouldn't be that. All right, go ahead. How do I take my I coffee? I said, how do you take your coffee? And your choices were black, some sort of cow's milk, some sort of creamer, or plant-based creamer like almond milk or oat milk? I'm still a regular creamer. Okay, so I will tell you that number one came back black. Okay. At 35%. Number two at 29% was creamer. Okay. Like you, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Number three, cow's milk at 27%. And I was very surprised by only 8.6% came back like almond or oat milk. Yeah. You would think based on things... Based on things I see, I would have thought oat milk, almond milk, all that would have been much higher up. Very hard to change people's habits. Yeah. It's t- it takes time. I actually think 8 to 10% is a pretty good number because you've got, think of it this way, 50% of society is probably 50 and older, older 45 and older. You ain't changing them. Yeah. You know, my parents are not changing to oat milk anytime <laughs> soon. Or almond milk. They're just yeah. not. And by the way, those are bad milks. Almond milk, oat milk, most the overwhelming majority of them are filled with terrible ingredients. Right. So even if they were good, whether they're not good, you can watch all the advertisements and make everything look great. Right. They ain't changing You're from right. their, their regular milk habits. And what is more habit forming than the way we take our coffee? Almost nothing, yeah. right? No, 100%. I agree. I mean, that is you like it the way you like it. And I've always thought, too... I only have one, sometimes two cups a day. That's it. Lately, it's been one. It's been the 16-ounce cup. and I guess that's technically two, I suppose. Yeah. But I have the one travel plastic uh, you know, a plastic cup that I tell you that I make at 2.30 in the morning. I, f- I literally finish it like 9 a.m. It's My ice gosh. cold. When I'm f- yeah, because I don't. Sometimes I'll go back for the Dunkin' Donuts one, but I never finish it. I'll pour it and I'll drink a little bit. I look at it this way. I love the coffee creamer. And I don't, my wife puts in half a cup of it. I don't do that at all. Mine is, I would say, in between light and black. I think I use probably, right, if I had to measure probably two tubs of the little things, it's that's all I drink. I'm not, and I love it. I don't put sweetener in it. That's the sweetener. What about at home? What do you, do you put in, you have individual creamers or you? Have- I actually measure two tablespoons. 
And what type of creamer you use? I like the hazelnut, which I know has got terrible stuff in it, but I also feel like I'm not drinking that much of it. It's I think what it is. regular half and half. I don't even know what that is. It's half either. milk oh. and half what? Here's I don't know, Cream. but it's injected with something that keeps it in boxes for years. Oh, that stuff, yeah. I mean, the regular like half and half that you would get in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's just... A lot of fat, right? Yeah, I think it's just milk and milk fat, yeah. I think. Which I don't think is terrible for you. Which is what I get when I go to Dunkin' Donuts. You get half and half? I get that's, I, that's When I go to Dunkin' Donuts, I drink the coffee just with half and half. I don't... There's no flavor, no nothing. Yeah. But when I'm home... That's what I do. Here's another question for you, Jerry. This was not a poll. I'm asking you. Mm. So, you know, Friday nights, I like to go get a pizza mm-hmm. or Saturday night, one of the nights. I found a pizza place in Belmar called Pizza Heaven. Okay. The pizza was tremendous. It was one of those coal fire places. Mm-hmm. There's no one in the place. Really? Yeah. They do... I, I do see them doing well takeout business. Yeah. But inside, and I'm telling you, the food quality was top notch. And what type of, is it just a pizza shop or is it like a restaurant, pizza restaurant? Uh, it's, it's two a, different things. Yeah. It, this is a, it's a pizza, re, pizza restaurant, but it seems like it looks like a pizza place, but yeah. you can get other things. See, I think that's the problem. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is because it's really good food. No, I think that's the problem. Oh. I think when people want to go out, they want that restaurant feel. Yeah. And a pizza place feels more like let's run in and grab a slice and get out. Yeah. And this isn't even a slice place because it's the coal fire pizza. Mm -hmm. But my question to you is this. That pizza is equally as good, if not better, than a lot of the popular places in the area. Mm -hmm. Would you rather go to a place that is completely empty with very good food or go to a place that's crowded with the same level food, but you might have to wait, and there oh, might I'll be... Oh, go to the other place. No, no, no. I'll go to the other place. You go to the place... That's empty? That's if empty. I know the food's good? Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I was trying to think. Like, Why that... the hell would I wait? I guess uh, what I'm asking really is, like, how important is atmosphere when you go out to a restaurant? Very important. Yeah. Oh, so you're talking about when you're going there and sitting there, not just ordering. Yeah, when you're going there and sitting there. To me, it's funny. There's a fine line between great atmosphere and too crowded. Yeah. And good enough atmosphere and empty. Yeah. And I think either way you don't want you don't want to walk into a place that's got no one there. But then again, if everyone says that there'll never be anybody there. Right. Um, and then you walk into a place where they're like, Oh yeah, no problem. We'll seat you in about twenty five minutes. Like I just want to come in and have dinner. I don't yes. want to wait twenty five yes, minutes. Yes, I don't want to wait. That means I'm eating for an hour and a half. Right. So that's a tough one. It is a tough one. The I would say I would probably go to the emptier place, uh, except here's the one exception. Unless it was a place that I knew moved. So like MJ's and Matawan on Route 34 is packed all the time. But I also know the place is enormous. They got a lot of tables and they're constantly turning people over. They don't is rush. Is that the place you. in the strip mall or no? No. Okay. No, MJ's is... What am I thinking of? Danino's or Domino's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah Danino's is the one in the strip mall yeah. in Strathmore. The uh, MJ's is the big old banquet center that's more of a restaurant now on oh, the lake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right over there on the wall. Oh, that place is huge, yeah. Enormous. Yeah. So you never really wait longer than 20 minutes just because they, they probably have, and I'm not exaggerating, they probably have 75 tables in that place. So someone's always finishing. So there's always movement, and you're always going to get a table within 20 minutes. 
in that case, I would go to the crowded place. But any other place where I don't know, they could tell me an hour. No, yeah. no thanks. I'd rather I'd rather leave and go find somewhere else. Yeah, the food at this place was so good, and I couldn't believe. Start the trend. I think the problem is. In certain towns, you talked about trying to get people to break their habits of coffee and what you put in your coffee. Yeah, sure. In certain towns, people have their pizza places. Yes. Right? They'll be like, Abbott. oh, I go to Danino's only, and Danino's is the best, and I'm not going anywhere else. Yeah. And in that area where I'm in, down the shore, there's a number of well-known, long-time, long-standing pizza places yeah. that people are going to those pizza places. Yep. Tough to break into the, very difficult. the business, even with very high-quality, tasty food. In Hazlitt, Romeo's is probably the most famous, famous, the most popular place that's been around for since I was a kid. They were popular. So you're talking, I, they probably been open since the late 70s, I would say. That is the go-to place in Hazlitt. It took a long time for me to break that habit because I got tired of running out for the pizza, to be quite honest with you. With everything going on, it, found, it just found it easier to order a deli- place to, for delivery. Oh, they don't deliver at that place. They don't deliver, and they don't have to. And so I, we still go there, but when I ain't in the mood to go anywhere, to go out, that's when they, we dial up the uh, Slice app for delivery. Yeah. not I can't be, but it's too much. And now we're in uh, the Lenten season, as they say. Yeah, in, I had a pork uh, chop on Friday. Yeah. I, I don't follow <laughs> myself, but. The people who do makes Fridays oh, yeah. very busy for these pizza places. Fridays during Lent are insane at Halloween night. Insane. Is that pizza. right? Yes. There's a lot more Halloween parties out there than you think of. And also people that stay home with the kids, they order, no one cooks on Halloween. So it is almost like an hour wait even for delivery or for pickup in a lot of places. So this is what I'll do then. Throughout Lent... I go to this Pizza Heaven in Belmar. Yes. It's not crowded. Yeah. The rest of you can fight it out at all the other pizza places. We went for my birthday and my dad's birthday. We went out, I told you, to Patricia's in Homedale on oh, Friday I night. I love Patricia's in Homedale. And I said to my mom, because it was her idea, I said, boy, I said, it's Friday night during Lent. I'm like, that place might be. She goes, I thought that too, but here's my thinking. It's St. Patrick's Day. Ah. And, and Patricia's is a bring your own. Italian restaurant. She's like, I think the Irish bars and regular restaurants are going to be packed. So I said, all right, well, let's just do that then. So she called. She got reservations. We got there. It was nicely um, filled up, but there were a few open tables. And by the time we left, the place was packed. And we went at like 6.15. It wasn't like we went at 4.30. And it was great. They didn't rush us two hours, but it wasn't the same Friday night crowd they would usually get because of St. Patrick's Day. Right. Pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. That was good thinking by your mom. Very, very good thinking by my mom. Yeah. So. You like? Will you prefer a BYO place or a place that has a bar? A bar. Me too. I do not care for the BYOB. I don't. Because I don't. I feel weird walking in with a cooler full of beer. Yeah, there's no a, great way to bring in a beer. No. No, you look funny. Yeah, you know, I end up doing like bringing in your own wine in one of those cool wine. Like, That's fine. There's seems better. Mm-hmm. You bring in a beat like one seems classy, one seems trashy. Right. I feel trashy when I'm walking in with beer. I don't know why. And I'm only bringing two beers. Right. So well, I'm I bring in. A, I, <laughs> not kidding. <laughs> I bring them in like just a little, a little. Uh, I actually walk in with a Boar's Head Mini <laughs> Lunch Cooler. 
And it feels silly. Two beers, put them in your pocket. (laughs) I want to keep them cold, or I would. That's not a terrible idea. (laughs) That's true, too. That is true. But that's why in a place like that, like if I was a wine drinker, I think BYO is best because you you can get away with a a much cheaper Mm. bill. But I don't like wine. Yeah, I'm not wine either. But to go in, I like to order a beer. Yep. Uh, or you order a different drink. It's I like just, a mixed drink, personally. Yeah, are you bringing in the ingredients for a mixed drink? No, that right. I will not do. There's yeah. no way I'm doing it. I was walking with a bottle of tequila. I think it's some ice. <laughs> <laughs> you got any mixers back there? <laughs> right, that I'm not doing. And technically, yes, if you want to order cranberry juice, I'm sure they have it. Right. Or whatever. I'm sure you could bring a bottle of vodka and make mixed drinks at the table, but to me, it looks wrong. Yeah. So now I'm with you. I want, to, I want a bar. It's also weird in New Jersey that you have to have a liquor license. Yeah. Like why? Right. Why? So Liquors. They can, so they can control it. Right. And make more money. But haven't why haven't they figured out in other states to do that? We're like the only state that does it. Well, in other states, I, I don't know about all of them, but there are a lot of states have um, state-regulated liquor sales. Mm-hmm. So where maybe they don't regulate the restaurants and the bars, you can't just open up a liquor store. The state controls that. Oh, okay. As opposed to me and you could open up a liquor store tomorrow as long as we buy the liquor license. We can then have our own store. But don't they have a limited amount in New Jersey? Of licenses, yes. You have licenses, right. yeah. Right, but you can buy a store that's for sale. Oh, right, right, right. That has the license. That has the license. That's why the liquor licenses are so much money, because there's only so many of them, and yeah. they're not always available. Yeah, that seems crazy. Like, if it's legal, let me let me sell it. Like yeah. when you were trying to sell cigarettes out of a vending machine. <laughs> Not knowing that the tobacco firearms and somebody else controlled that. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) That was rough. That's so great. But I can sell plenty of chocolate to fatten everybody up. Right. And cause diabetes. (laughs) I still love like how you. you, I tried. You had a vending machine at the gas station. Yes. I bought two of them actually. You bought a vending machine. Yes. I bought two of them. You did. And then you were just like, hey, this is a great place people stop for gas on I the way at the station home from bars mm-hmm. and people are always looking for cigarettes i'll just Correct. stock some cigarettes in here yes and then how long were you selling these before the before the authorities came for you well i went at least i had at least two trips to costco buying cartons and cartons <laughs> of cigarettes so i would say probably three weeks wow maybe maybe a cash. month we were, I'm telling you, it was, it was the Saturday, the Friday nights and the Saturday nights. In Seabright, New Jersey. Yes. Where everything was, there was a 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven was always open in okay. Seabright. But that was it. Once you got to 11 p.m., it was bars and the one 7-Eleven and us. And so that became a very quick pit stop for people heading home. They would stop and get gas, you have cigarettes, and we didn't have a store. So it was always no, no, no. But the amount of people that would ask for cigarettes late night on Friday night and Saturday night was ridiculous. So I probably, in that three to four weeks or however long before they said uh, this is not allowed, um, I probably sold, I, I, I would have to say, 10 to 15 cartons of cigarettes. Easy. Easy. How did you know what the, like, what were your cigarette choices that you came That was Marlboro Red, Marlboro Light, Camel Light, Newport was the big one. And Parliament. Never forget the very That's easy. all you needed. That was it. That was it. Parliament had the weird filters. Yep. Newports for the menthol. Remember, some people asked for cool. I'm like, we got Newport. Right. So Same like, thing. Mm, not good. I'm like, well, we have Newport. Uh, Marlboro Red, you had to have. Marlboro Light, all the girls smoked. And then, and Parliament was also a big one with the girls. And then, um, what was the other one? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I had like five. Oh, Camel Light. Camel Light. was big with the, and this sounds terrible, but I fell into this trap too. 
Camelite was huge with the 17 and 18 year olds because they had the Camelite swag that you would collect the UPC codes and you could get camel. I remember my at one point my mom going, she goes, you know, I thought you were smoking. But I could kind of smell it on you. She goes, but where did this come from? She was washing my clothes. I had a camel light shirt with a camel on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, I just got that at the gas station. Not true. I sent away for it. My grandfather used to smoke Chesterfields. Yeah, no you, filter. Yeah, and you could collect. They had things you could collect. I don't know what he would be able to get with it. I'm sure they had cool stuff. <laughs> But th- those camel products, no question. The camel lights, not the camel non-filter. Yeah. The camel lights, man, they were marketing to the to the teenager. Yeah. There's no doubt. I'm trying to think. Like, those are the popular ones. When I worked in drug fair and I worked behind the counter with yeah. selling cigarettes, Winston's were the next, like, the next level down was, yeah. like, Winston's, Salem's. Yeah. I know. I never. Maybe that was ever too early. This was, like, 86. I never. I never smoked any of those. Yeah, I will never forget when there was a gas station on Route 34 in, in Matawan. And my senior year in high school, I guess it was my senior year in high school, and we were all being stupid and smoking. My one friend, Ryan Connolly, I'll never forget. He goes, still smoking those Newports, huh? I'm like, well, yeah. He goes, what are you spending? I was like, I don't know, like 240 I think, a pack, something like that. He goes, 95 cents at the gas station in Matawan. And he shows me there were these generic menthols. I'm like, 95 cents. <laughs> I'm like, huh. So I tried them. They were terrible. Yeah. But you know what? After you had a couple of them, they were fine. I'm like, I'm getting rich. I'm saving all this cash now. Yep. As my lungs are getting black. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked in drug fair, though, women, older women would get Virginia Slims. Yeah. Yeah. Those were weird looking. Yeah. Virginia. And then you get the Virginia Slim 100s. Yes. Oh, my. Then it got, got so ridiculous. All these different choices. Oh, yeah. You'd be looking up. Like anything. Yeah. Have you been in a liquor store lately? Yes. I mean, I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. I'm just go to the beer section. Yeah, but even in the beer section, you look a little to the right, you got all these mixed drinks and cans yeah. now. It's it's nuts the yeah. amount of product that there is. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I, yeah. And the other night, quickly, I've got to go. Last week, I got Kim Likes uh, Captain Morgan Rum. Always has. So I go to the liquor store the other night, and I saw Captain Morgan Orange Vanilla Rum. I'm like, wow, and marketed. I mean, it looks fun. It's still alcohol, but it looked fun. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get this for her instead of the regular Captain Morgan. So she, I made her first one. She's like, this is honestly delicious. Like, it's fantastic. She made it with Coke. Then our friends were over, and her girlfriend, she's like, no, I'm good with the Tito's. Okay, fine. So I said to him, you want me to make another one? She goes, no, I got it. I'm like, okay. So we're at whatever. We were talking. We're watching the, the college basketball. Everything's going great. And then they're leaving, and my one friend goes, good luck with her tonight. I'm like, why? He goes, I just came out from the kitchen. She was with her girlfriend. She goes, I think she's drank a little too much. I'm like, okay. So had to help her upstairs. I'm like, what did you drink? She goes, I just had three of them. I don't know. Something's not agreeing with me. I'm like, hmm. and she handles Captain Morgan no problem. So I get her upstairs. She visits the bathroom, as you can imagine, and then passed out. I go downstairs. She drank more than half the bottle. Oh, that'll do it. I think she was going half a cup of alcohol and a half a cup of soda as opposed to a shot. Right, because it was so sweet. And she loved it, and it went down easy. So the next morning, we woke up, and I left it on the counter. She comes down, and she actually felt okay, which I thought was weird. No headache, no nothing. I'm like, uh, she goes, why is that still there? (laughs) I'm like, well, remember when you said you had three drinks? She goes, yeah, I did. I'm like, those were your three drinks. She goes, did 
anyone else have any? Like, no. That's why you felt the way you felt. She goes, but boy, it was really good. <laughs> it was good going down. It was. It was. She enjoyed it, but ugh. Never it sounds, good. It sounds delicious. Vanilla orange, did you say it was? I had a little sip, and it it's, might be the tastiest mixed drink I've ever had. And I love margaritas. This was ridiculous. It didn't taste like alcohol. Your drink of the summer. Yeah, it might be. Just can't drink half a cup of it. No, half a bottle. Right. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Tomorrow's Friday. We will be here for a few No cool games tomorrow? No cool games, Jerry. (laughs) That's a few weeks away still. A few weeks away. (laughs) So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. We're getting to the end of the week. It's Thursday. It's 5.02. That means weekend's coming. What's up, the Eddie Scazzeri? Nice to see you. Across from me, his name is Al Stevie Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. I want to start with uh, two... NBA notes to be Why? Good. You don't well, like the NBA? I don't like the NBA, but I All like... Right, so this has got to be the Maverick game because that was chaos. Maybe. Not maybe. maybe. That was chaos. You I'm don't trying know. to... Th- Let me just pick your brain. What would right, the Jerry. second thing... What's another thing in the NBA that happened last know. night that might have made it on my show Well, sheet I know list. the Knicks and Heat didn't make it on your Dude, show sheet. Didn't There's even know no they chance. played. Yeah, it was actually a pretty big game for both teams. Um, Who won? Not the Knicks. Oh. Something else in the NBA. The now you wouldn't give a crap about the free throw disparity in the no. Lakers Suns nope, game, nope, which nope, by nope, the way, nope. forty six to twenty. What That's does that bizarre. mean? The Lakers shot forty six foul shots, only twenty for the Suns. All right. Forty. Imagine That's being big. at that game. How boring that is. Lots of dudes at the line. Six foul from downtown. I don't know what the second one would be. Uh, that would be uh, uh, Grizzly fans um, giving an ovation to a dude who oh, waved a gun around. That was expected. Ooh. That was not a shock. That would have happened here in New York and Brooklyn and Philly. If one yes. of the Knicks players Correct. You know was why. suspended for waving a gun, yes. we would give him a standing, standing ovation. ovation. Yeah. And here's why. But here's why. You done good. It's not for that. Okay. It's for, in my opinion, All right. it's for him realizing the errors of his ways and for going to counseling. All right. Standing up, taking accountability. They've got his back. Happen what happened in any city in this country. All right, Jerry. Uh, I don't have a problem with that, I suppose. But here's the thing. That was your one. Agreed. That's your one shot. You wave another gun. You do drugs. You beat somebody up. No more standing ovations for you. I'm with you on that. Until he scores 45 points and they they beat the Lakers in the playoffs. 
Right, but I'm saying if the then he does something yeah. bad where he's waving guns around or something, no more standing ovations. Well, no, that again, if he becomes like MVP John Morant again, standing ovation. That and matter sucks. of fact, parade. A parade? Not for nothing. The Cowboys, you know, signed a guy who had a woman on a bed with military artillery on top of her. I mean, yeah, we didn't care for him, though. We didn't give him a stand. No one gave him a standing ovation, though. He got cheered, though. He did. Greg Hardy, you're talking about? Yes. You go get a sack. Guess what everybody does? They cheer for you. I mean, we are just lowlifes in society. We are. I know we are. I mean, if you're cheering for a guy on your team who's a bad guy, you're a loser. Yeah. That's what I say. Most of us do, and it's terrible. It I really don't. is terrible. I'll cheer for you if you have a drug problem. Latrell Sprewell choked a guy. Right. Knicks went to the NBA Finals with him, and he got sheared like crazy. I choked the guy. Choked his coach. I, yes, I know. What? What was this place like when <laughs> <laughs> when a Knicks player choked their head coach? What was well, the, he wasn't with the Knicks when that happened. Where was he with? Was it Golden State? I want to say or Sacramento? I forget. It was. Mm, it was PJ Carlisi. It was. Right? It was PJ Carlisi. Look at yeah. me knowing sports, yeah. Jerry. Yep. That's what I'm well, talking that's, about. That's a loose term. By the way, I thought they were both on the Knicks at the time. That's no. where my memory goes. No, the Knicks got him after, and he was great when he was here. Is he was a very pleasant. It's, it, it, he's one of those guys. The more you watched him and listened to him talk in the post game when he was here, you said like. How did he snap like? He seems like such a nice guy. We all can snap, Jerry. That's the thing. I am well aware. We all can snap. The problem is when you snap, do you do something that will change your life forever? That's trouble. It happens for a lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah. Like waving a gun around in a strip club. That's not going to change your life forever. Choking out your coach as long as he survives and doesn't die. And you don't cave in his trachea. You can move past that. That's when you thing. snap and you kill someone, yeah, that's a problem. And you watch these shows all the time. Yep. It happens, sadly, every day in the world. Yes. It's really terrible. I do. I watch, like, forensic files and that sort of thing, and the people snap sometimes, Jerry. It happens. I know. Really awful. You have one bad day, one bad moment, and all of a one sudden. One bad moment. It's over. Your yeah. whole life is over. I know. But it was right, the, so- by the way, he was with the Warriors at the time. Both PJ and... Uh, no, PJ was an opposing coach. He ran across the court and choked. No, yes. Now that we could war- get behind, Jerry. <laughs> and when they were both with the Warriors. No. Yeah. All right. See, so, uh, if you would have given me a New York sports quiz, I would have thought that was while he was on the Knicks. No, 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 no. Knicks got him after. But what do I know, Jerry? Not much when it comes to sports. <laughs> All right. So I understand now why I came in here. I was not happy with the John Morant uh, standing ovation. You've told me why. I see your point. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, right. but that is the reason. I would think. I think you're right. They're saying, we got your back mm-hmm. this time. You screw up again. The only thing Not I, so have your back. The only thing I would disagree with you on is yes. while I agree with your premise, I think it's wrong. Because I think if something happened again and again he went to counseling and again he came back, he would again get a standing ovation in Memphis. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, I'm. I just. Now, that doesn't mean he's getting a standing ovation in L.A. when they play the Clippers. Right. But in Memphis, he's going to get a standing ovation. All the way in Memphis. You gotta remember, sports fans, as dumb as we all are, and yeah, we are dumb. We are stupid. All we want is to see the team win. And it's like we forget about all the other stuff. It's really terrible. Yeah. I remember even as a little kid, like seeing Steve Howe just keep getting jobs and jobs pitching. Like the dude had so many drug drug yeah, arrests. Seven, I think. Yeah. I think he had seven suspensions. And I, I just kept like put, throwing right. him out on the mound. Why? Yes. Because he could throw the ball faster than most. Yeah. I remember I mean, when I was not, a little kid thinking, like, what are we doing? Even, you don't have to even go too far. The 
St. John's just hired Rick Patino. Yeah. He doesn't exactly have the best pass. Well, they, they did have a priest up there with him, Jerry, so okay. all things should but be think good. But think about what we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't wave a gun at anybody, but you can make the case what he did is even more serious when it involves a female, for sure. I don't. We don't argue that, correct? Correct. St. John's fans are fired up. Why? Because he's going to win the basketball games. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, but it that's is terrible. also where we're at, hmm. good or bad. And then the second NBA note, Jerry, you are correct. This had to do with the Dallas Mavericks and the Warriors game. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, that Mark Cuban is uh, putting an official protest in for the game. Does that ever work when you no, put in a protest so. no. in for the I, game? Here's what I think happens. The league writes, noted. Thank you. Good luck. Move on. <laughs> Thank you. And for that reason, Mark, you're out. Yeah. He uh, said the incident that happened last night was the worst officiating non-call mistake possibly in the history of the NBA. So now I didn't see this because I was editing Steve Cohen's sound yeah. from his interview on the show with Joel Sherman and John Heyman. Um, so I did see the story. I didn't mm-hmm. get to see the video. Yeah. So explain to me they basically had were given the ball to the Mavericks. Yes. They go to timeout when they come back. They don't tell the Mavericks that they changed their call during the timeout, gave the ball to the Warriors, who got an easy, uncontested basket. A dunk, because the the uh, Dallas Mavericks were on the other end of the court. Thinking they had the ball. Thinking they had the ball. The refs, according to Mark Cuban, changed the possession, but didn't let the Mavericks yeah. know. See, it's funny, because all the games I've done, I've seen things like this happen, but not get to the point where the ball gets put in play. There have been many times where the teams come out. You know, you got the TV timeout. You know, the coach is talking to you. The crowd's loud. Sometimes you do forget when you come back out. We on offense or defense? Now, in this case, they changed the call. But with all the confusion, most times the the officials will blow the whistle and go, hey, guys, get back down here and we'll clear things up. In this case, I guess not. Now, they got that uncontested dunk and, and they, they win by, by two. Yeah. And the Warriors win the game by two points. Yeah. Mark Cuban is not having it. No, that sucks. You know, look, they're not so great, the Mavericks, 36 and 37. No, they're not. And it's funny you say this, too, because I I knew I didn't see the show sheet yet, but I did see see the Mavericks were on it, and I kind of had an idea why. I was wondering what their record is. Now, Kyrie Irving didn't play last night, which is not a shock because he, you know, re injured his ankle or knee or whatever the hell it was the other night against the Grizzlies. But I'm, I would love to know what their record is since they got them. Because it can't be any better than 500. No. It's going to be very average. Yeah, that buzz has fallen right off of that uh, trade. Buzz, no buzz right now. No buzz, well, Jerry. And, no, there's no buzz. And partly because um, Doncic had been hurt. They haven't played together very much. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Um, that sounds like here in Brooklyn, Jerry. And it just uh, his, he was acquired on February 5th. What do you think their record is since February 5th? I'm going to say they are. See, how many? Uh, first of all, gonna, hold on. It's March 23rd. How many games do you think they play? I was gonna, I'm going to give you a above or below 500. I'm going to say they're two games below 500 in Bo- that span. All right, below 500. So if I take a very quick glance, their first game. So they won three in a row when he got there. They were on fire, Jerry, I remember. Then they lost three in a row. Oh. So we're even. Win one, lose two. We're down one. Win one, lose one. Still down one. Win one, we're even. Three straight losses. Negative three. Under. Win two, lose two. So they're three games under since the day they acquired Kyrie Irving. You're pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. 
Mark Cuban, that would have been a bad deal if he was on Shark Tank. Uh, so far, there have, not been many, there have not been many returns so yeah. far. And they are, I'm just even wondering where they are in the playoff picture. Are they even inside the top? He always wears such ill-fitting T-shirts, Mark Cuban, like at the at the games. Yeah, he, you know what he should He should wear the clothes he invests in. Yeah, and like Shark Tank, he's dressed like a you, power broker. You buy that shirt that's on TV where they say it's like the push-up bra for men? No. I don't either. I'm not getting that. It seems like a pretty cool advertising campaign, though. Does it have built-in muscles, or it's just the way that it... Uh... I think it's the way it hangs on you, so yeah. it doesn't show... Like, me right now, some people have a spare tire. Right now, I have a wheelbarrow around my belly. It's not going to help me, but that's what they're claiming. They're, I'm seeing all different T-shirts now. T-shirts for dad bods that make it seem like you don't have a dad bod. But but if you do, you do. You do, right. I mean, what are you going to It's about? probably because you're a dad. By the way, no, it's not. I've always had it. <laughs> it's nothing to do with being a dad. Um, Dallas, by the way, tied with the Lakers for 9 and 10 in the West. And the best part, well, not the best part, but the interesting part of that is Utah and New Orleans a half game behind them for 11 and 12. Like, they might get, they might have gotten Kyrie Irving and completely miss out on any postseason play. But right now they're still in the mix at thirty six and thirty seven. Yeah, which That's I don't insane. like. I think you have to be five hundred to make, yeah, come on. to qualify for the playoffs. All sports. No, you still have games though. I mean, so eight games left. They could still win yeah. six out of eight and be five games over or so. Mm. But as of right now, now they're in that play in crap scenario thingamajig. The play in crap scenario. Yes. Yep. That's which the official name for it. I which think. I don't care for. I don't like that. Playing crap scenario. Yeah. No, we, we don't care eight, for that. 18's made it. It was enough. Yeah. We don't need to give 9 and 10 a chance. We don't need to give teams that are under 500 a chance. Kind of stupid. And, and some good NFL local news, Jerry. The Jets have uh, put another wide receiver on the squad. They lost one. They put one on. Well, they lost one who wanted a trade last year. Elijah Moore, right? So they traded him. Get out. He went to the Browns. Good luck. Get up. Unproductive. You suck. You suck. Get out. Go yeah. to Cleveland, where maybe one of the worst cities you could live in. <laughs> it's terrible. They do have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though. They do, and they have the Guardians. Okay. And they do have the Cavaliers, who are an up-and-coming team. Oh, I, I would suppose. like to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've never yeah, been Yeah, I think there. I would like to go to that, too. Never been to Cleveland. We went real quick. I, walk, I drove past it when we went to a Monday night game, Giants-Browns with Boomer. But it was one of those situations we were in yeah. to the stadium game out, but I saw the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You just didn't get to the Rock and Roll Hall of yeah, Fame. Yeah, I would like to go to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Then I would like to drive to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. That, that seems two, aggressive for you. Those are two cool Hall of Fames the, I'd want to go see, to. See, I would be into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Sports Hall of Fames? Not even f- Pro Football Hall of Fame? No. Wow. I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Like, the museum's cool, yeah. which is, again, where I've always said this is my, and I don't care who decides what goes where because people, all the baseball writers do the plaques. Like, Pete Rose's stuff is all over the Hall of Fame Museum. So, to me, when I went to the Hall of Fame, we didn't even spend any time in the, you know, the hallway with the plaques. Eh, whatever. The cool thing about going there to Cooperstown was the Hall of Fame Museum where all the bats from the 1920s yeah, and I like the that. gloves Susan Waldman's got. A whole area about the first female broadcaster. It's really cool, and there's a lot of things to do. But it's like once you go, you go. I have friends that go every year. Yeah, that I don't Why? get. What is new in there? And then, and then to go walk down the wing, I'm like, oh, okay, there's Honus Wagner. Great. It's a plaque. Right. If actual Honus Wagner was there somehow, embalmed, you'd be right. interested. I don't think he's there. Now, would I go if the Cowboys were playing in a Hall of Fame game? That's different. 
I would make a trip there, though. Huh. But you would. That's I interesting. Would. Uh, so you don't really like the sports, but you like the nostalgia. I of like the sports. nostalgia. I like the nostalgia. Now, so the Jets did get former Chiefs wide receiver Nicole Hardman. Who Boomer called Nicole Kidman on the CBS NFL Today once. Nicole Kidman? Not Nicole yeah. Hardman. He called him. He called him Nicole Kidman once, right, Eddie? You, you have that. She doesn't play football, Jerry. She does not. No, she does not. She looks great, by the way. Did you see her at the Oscars? I did not. Phenomenal. I was just reading that Tom Cruise, her ex-husband, has nothing to do with his daughter Suri. That's Suri. Suri Cruise. That's terrible. Suri. Meantime, Reggie Jackson is still talking to uh, has a great relationship with his daughter. I didn't had. know they were estranged. Yeah, you didn't see him on Stern. No. Did you hear any of it? Nope. Really? Yeah. No. Very I'm... good. He was talking about how he was a um, a serial cheater. Yeah. And how he never got married, or I guess isn't married because he couldn't control himself back in the day. He would see a beautiful woman and then just try and sleep with her. I must have her. I'm Reggie Jackson. That's yeah, pretty much is what he was saying. It was very interesting. The clips are out there. Yeah. The clips are pretty good in terms <laughs> of what he was admitting to. Like it was pretty open. A lot of people you would think go on that show, uh-oh, was he going to ask me, what am I going to say? He was ready he was to. prepared. Yeah, because he's got the Netflix documentary coming out. Oh, right. I think it's Netflix Amazon. Amazon. I think Amazon. It's Amazon. Whatever. He's got the documentary coming out this week, so he was on Stern in studio. All right. It's pretty good. So we like this McCole Hardman, Jerry? Would you give him, would you say he's a top 10 receiver? No. 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 Top 10? Yeah, top no. 10. No. He's a good NFL receiver. Is he now the top receiver on the Jets? No. Hmm. He's behind uh, Wilson. Yeah, and Garrett they Wilson. also, and uh, Lazard. Oh, he's behind those. Who's Aaron Rodgers' favorite target in Green Bay? Mm. Not favorite, but, well. This guy's no, not he even going to get any year, catches. Actually. He's going to be a th- number three receiver. Hmm. So All top right. 10. No. Yeah, top 10. No. Nope, nope, nope. You nope, only nope. named two other receivers, Jerry, so there could be, he could be a. Well, top 10 on the Jets, yes. Top 10 in the NFL, no. That's what I meant on the Jets. Is he top 10 on the Jets? Yes, 100%. He might even be okay. top five, Al. Top five on the Jets? That's good. <laughs> that is good. That's pretty I good, I didn't say he's not good, but he's not an elite-level oh. wide receiver. I kind of felt like this was an elite-level wide receiver no, grab. No, no. That the thing. said, if you have Aaron Rodgers, he'll make him better. Right. This is what I think. Whenever I see a receiver that I know is getting catches because he's got a great quarterback, like um, uh, what's his name over there in Kansas City? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. I then I what I do is I transfer the ability of Patrick Mahomes to the receiver, and then when the receiver comes over, I look at the receiver as if he's Patrick Mahomes. You know how many catches he had in twenty twenty two with the Chiefs? Don't ruin it for us here, Jerry. How many do you think? Now, top ten receiver, you got to have at least ninety. Would you not agree? Yeah, no, we at actually at least ninety. Okay, so you're asking me how many re- receptions he had last year? Yeah, seventy. Uh, well, now, in fairness, yeah. he only played eight games. Oh. So I don't know if he was injured or not, but he only played eight games. In eight games, he had 24 catches. Oh, this sounds like a bust. What that a sounds terrible like trade. three catches a game. Oh, boy. Now, the year before, which would be a better year to compare it to, yeah, he played in all 17 games Perfect. in 2021. That he probably had 90 catches. 58. They got a, The problem is, Jerry, they got a lot of talent on that team. Oh, here's another good one. 2020, he played all 17 games. Mm-hmm. 40. <laughs> he's good. He's fine. 
he's a good number two or three receiver. Maybe the Chiefs don't throw the ball a lot, Jerry. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know what. Yeah, this we've... is Patrick Mahomes, man. All he does is run around. He hates to throw the ball. Right. <laughs> no, that's he's wrong. Around. You know what it was? Tyreek Hill was hogging all the balls. Not last year. Well, he was hurt. He my, was on the Dolphins. My well, eight games. He only had twenty four <laughs> catches. That's three catches a game. That's not terrible. Who's taking them all? Travis Kelsey. Right. That's right. That's right. Freaking Travis Kelsey. We got to take a break. It's 20 after 5, just getting started. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top on the fan. Hi, 527. Nice. Did you hear uh, Chris Russo talking about eating gummies and having drinks at the Bruce concert? I heard about it. For whatever reason, I'm tired of him. You had enough of him. Yeah, I just it's every day. It's a story. Of, uh, there's a story somewhere about Chris Russo. Like, the one I didn't okay. understand yesterday, real quick, because this this isn't even so much about him. Yeah, because I, I had to buy. I looked at my my uh, mentions yesterday. People were sending me this clip, and there were three or four people that were like, "He should be banned for this take." How could he say this is the matchup? So his complaint was that people were calling Otani Trout an epic finish, and his point was. He struck out on not three pitches, but on a three-two pitch. But he swung and missed three times. Like there was nothing epic about it. He didn't foul the ball off eight times. He didn't, right, he didn't foul fight ball. it off. Right, a home run foul had a comeback. It was actually kind of blah. Like it was neat, but nothing really happened of it. He's like, you want epic? Think about Kirk Gibson. Oh, that was that like, was my that's favorite. epic. And people were like, that's as far back as he can go. And I'm thinking, that's like forty years ago. Yeah, that's pretty far. Yeah, I, I for I whatever surprised. reason, like people are writing and talking about Chris Russo more now than they did when he was at WFA in, in his peak. Well, when he was at WFA and you only had two people writing about him. Oh. Like we all had was Raceman and you had Mushnick. That's true. There was no social media. If there was, you would have had clips from them every day. Different time, Jerry. But But maybe this is a better comparison. He's been doing a radio show at Sirius for 10 years. Yeah, which we never hear from. No one writes about that. He no. goes on ESPN. There's a story every week. Yeah, these these uh, ESPN and FS1 and all these cable shows. All about clips. Yeah, it's just so funny when you look at the viewers. They get mm-hmm. like 120,000 viewers nationwide. Like, yeah. and the, But then, yeah, the clips. they look. So why just... Why... Do the shows on TV, just put out clips. On YouTube. Just yeah. have YouTube shows. Yeah. I don't. Maybe that's where we're going. Or just do clips. That's what I'm hoping to do, Jerry. Just clips. I have on my to-do list today. Clips. Sign up for YouTube ad-free. Oh, I'm Jerry. very, I'm very excited about this. It is a dream I, come I'm, true. I'm sure it is, and I cannot wait. I had, I reached my breaking point yesterday when I was record, I was downloading, not record, but I was recording an interview, and every three minutes, yeah. it's like, boom, here's a commercial. Yeah. Yep. And it doesn't even let you, like... This was one, too, where you couldn't skip it after five seconds. Yeah. I had to watch two. I mean, this sounds terrible. Like, we're so impatient. I had to watch two 10-second commercials. <laughs> Jerry, I can't stand. I'm not going to stand for it. <laughs> 20 seconds of my. But it was annoying. It takes away the flow of the show, what yep. you're watching, and the highlights. Come there, on. There are certain things that I think are worth it to pay a monthly fee and yes. certain things that are not. To I'm, me, I'm with you on this one. Paying for YouTube TV seventy five dollars a month not worth it. No, but YouTube I'm in. YouTube for eleven or twelve dollars a month with no commercials, I am all about. And it, I get Jerry. three months free. Yes, they give you three, three months, months right. to try Great. it out. I'm in. I have a couple. Uh, now that we're doing this, I love 
sports media related things, Jerry. I've got a number of. I've got one, two, three. I've got a number of things here. One, Kevin Harlan, who uh, is the great play-by-play man. He does yes. football. He does uh, basketball. Oh, oh, I'm a pirate. He was uncomfortable and embarrassed. Yes, that CBS shared video of his Furman, Virginia call. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? I did see it. I I I kind of get it. He is an old school broadcaster, Jerry. He didn't like that uh, we got a behind the scenes look. He said, "You don't want to see how hot dogs are made." He feels like his personal private space was invaded. I happen to agree with him on this. And then I heard Sal yelling again this morning because another video of Sal surfaced. You know they're running video. They're running. Uh, I didn't know those cameras ran overnight. Those cameras just run overnight I did in not the know that. in the studio that. Uh, I was going to say Joe and Evan. Holy mackerel. <laughs> that Carton and Roberts use, yeah. that uh, Tiki and Tierney use, and that uh, Sal uses in the overnight. Those cameras are just running. And then, you know, Tom Izzo around here, he hears Sal was throwing his headphones. Let's go grab, and I'm all for it. Let's go grab the video and put it out there. But Sal is embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Sal was embarrassed the last time when he was screaming he was quitting. Now mm-hmm. he's throwing his uh, headphones down. And Kevin Harlan saying the same thing. Why are we putting cameras everywhere now? Now, the only thing I would say in terms of Kevin Harlan, he was on TV doing a game. All those are TV broadcasts? Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. That is on CBS or True TV or TBS, whatever network that was on. That's a great point. But, 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 I will say as someone that has had that GoPro on me a couple of times and you forget that it's there, you're just you're doing your job. Yeah, like that's not really part of the job, but they've kind of made it part of the job because we want clicks. We want clicks, and one of the most of the fun groups of videos we got last baseball season was the John Sterling camp. Yeah, I know. It I know. is fun to see behind the like. I it, agree. It's cool to see things you don't normally see. I know. I've always told you, right? well, I just went on C-SPAN for the first day. I videotaped it and couldn't wait to get home to see what it actually looked like. Right, because you had no yes. idea what was going on. Correct. Like Howard Stern used to put out those videos before he was on TV. He would put out like U.S. Open Sewers. Mm-hmm. He put out Buck Bongo Fiesta. And my favorite part was just they would show you what the radio studio looked yeah, like. which was really cool. Because you didn't see it. I agree. We now, don't get to see Kevin Harlan going nuts. We want to see it. I understand from the standpoint of he's gyrating left and right. He's got his eyes closed Yeah. at one point, and I guess this is where a good TV play-by-play announcer comes. They always say, let the picture tell the story. At one point at the end, he puts his arms out as if to be like, everyone shut up. zip it. I thought the best part of the video, Stan Van Gundy looks like a deer in headlights. (laughs) I didn't know what to say. (laughs) What the hell just happened? His face, that to me was the funniest part, but I'm kind of with Kevin Harlan on this one. Kevin Harlan was a guest on the Richard Deitch podcast. Oh, is that where it was? Yes. I gotta go find that now. If you want to go find that, I think Awful Announcing oh. might have uh, audio audio clips. That would be easier because the Stephen Cohen, the Steve Cohen audio, I had to sift through the entire Joel Sherman, John Heyman podcast to find it. That sounds like a blast. Well, call it what you want, but when you get the Met owner on oh, no. days after Edwin Diaz Absolutely. was lost for the season, it's a pretty good get. In some other uh, media related sports news, Jerry. Uh, the MLB on Apple TV Plus. Remember last yes. year we had this and yeah, people yeah. were furious. How do I find this? What do I? And but really, we, I don't think a lot of people watched it, quite frankly. Yeah, it didn't get a lot of views. No. Yankees were on there a handful of times. Mets were on there yeah. a couple of times. Uh, people were not happy. But here's the thing. 
you had to find it and blah, 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 but it was free. Yeah, now they're adding cash. Now you must be a member of Apple TV Plus' $7 a month fee in order to get your baseball games. So cue the angry Yankee and Mets fans. Oh, absolutely. When the Yankees and Mets show up on I there. think it's only three times. I think the Yankees have two games, Mets have one. Oh, is that right? I think that's it. You know it would be cool? Listen to John and Susan. Listen to Howie and the new guys. Or how about this, Jerry? I mean, that's great advice. Can we get Apple TV to put all of those games in the same month and we just pay for the one month? (laughs) (laughs) How about that big? Boston Red Sox, you have June. All of the Boston Red Sox fans, if you want to watch your games. That would be great. Right? (laughs) I was going to say, or put all 30 games in one after the other each night. Yes. For one month in July, you get every game. (laughs) Now, these games will be on in your local bars and restaurants uh, if they have direct TV. Okay. That's still part of the the MLB package, I guess. Package. So if I have MLB at home and I have the MLB package, I'll get them too then, I would imagine. If I have DirecTV. Uh, not sure. I don't huh? think so. I think it was a thing for bars. Okay. Bars and restaurants Well, you know what? That's going to be good for bars and restaurants in the area then. Yes. Whatever. Um, I, even last year, I yeah. watched the first. I went to MLB. Um, I'm sorry. I went to Apple TV for the first broadcast. And it was terrible, as we all know. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't good. Right. It did not go well. And that was the last one I watched. Is that right? I did not watch another because for us, like the Mets and Yankees play, I know there's a rare Friday when the season begins. But for the most part, throughout the course of the season, they play every Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. So on a Friday night, the games are usually at the same time. If one of them's on Apple Plus or Apple TV, guess what? I'm watching because when I watch on a on a normal night, when the Mets go to commercial, I hit the back channel to yes. When the Yankees go to commercial, back channel to SNY. When the games are on Apple, I didn't know you had to change the input. Yeah. It was a pain in the ass. Never, I didn't watch them. After the first one, I didn't watch. Wasn't interested. All right. Because you go, you know what? I've got an alternative on I'll the other one. i watch the Yankees if the Mets are on that. And if the Mets are on it, I'll watch the Yankees. Yep. So I'm out on that. All right. Do we have time for another nugget, Jerry? More or less subscribers. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you screwed up with Cole Hardman pretty good, so I'll screw up on this. All right. More or less new subscribers when the baseball season begins, which we have to kind of credit to the base, right? If this is when they're doing it for the starting opening day, not just Apple Plus subscribers. Yes. 50,000. Like that new people will sign up for baseball and they have to pay. In the country. Not in New York. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go under. It's weird because part of me is like way over, and part of me is like uh, under. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, wait, it's, well, well gotta... they release those numbers. No, 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 no. The only people who release numbers are people with good numbers. Yes, like FS1 was very happy to tell you that they had five million people watch the game the other night, the um, uh, World Baseball yes. Classic Championship. Right, right. If that number was six hundred thousand, no, we would hurt crickets. Right. They were very happy with that number. Oh yeah. Anytime anyone releases numbers. Like, you and I only give our ratings when we've got a 100 share. Right, so you do that every uh, every yeah. quarter. If we don't get a 100 share, Jerry, I'm not bragging. <laughs> no, no, you no. You don't see me out here bragging. <laughs> 537, we got a lot more to do, including Boomer and Geo with a big Thursday show on the fan. All right, very fast-moving hour. It's quarter to six already, which is unbelievable. By the way... I, I know I had this conversation with you last week. I don't know what's going on. I cannot fall asleep before midnight now. 
Before midnight, you get up at 2 a.m. I lay down at 8.30, and I sit oh. there, and I twist, and I turn, and I stare at the ceiling. Then I put the TV on. Maybe I'll fall asleep with that. Nope. Then I get into the show, turn the show over, turn the show off. I, it is horrendous. What if you counted sheep? I've tried that. One sheep. I actually haven't tried. So it's funny you say that. I have not tried counting sheep. I said to myself, count to 1,000. You'll get so bored you'll fall asleep. Instead, I get so bored I just stop. Right, like this is enough. I've never you know what got... I occasionally do to mellow out a little bit? The gummies. <laughs> well, how about that, Jerry? A little gummy. I, I, You know what? That might be coming next. I don't know. I can't because this is a week and a half now. Yeah, you got to get some gummies. This is enough. I Oh, terrible. And not the melatonin gummies, Jerry. I'm talking about weed, weed, well, I'll weed, start weed. with the melatonin ones or I'll get back to my ashwagandha. Ashwagandha? Yeah, I got to get back to that. Hmm. That did help. I saw a... Uh, trailer for another Amazon documentary, Jerry. This is called Redefined, J.R. Smith. Mm. It follows J.R. Smith. Where do you go? NC State? Uh, North Carolina A&T. Oh, okay. As he uh, joins the golf team there. It looked interesting. You know what's funny about that is I never thought, and I'm sure it is, and I know he was a good golfer, we knew that. I always thought once you took a dollar professionally, that you were labeled a pro athlete and you couldn't go play at a collegiate level. You had no more amateur status. But clearly that's not the case considering he made, I don't know, $90 million in the NBA yeah. and was able to go back to school and play co- college golf. College golf, yeah. Where is he now? He's still there, I believe. He is still there. Yeah. Imagine that. You get to go, you get to play in the NBA, private planes, hotels, I'm sure women everywhere, or whatever you want, drinks, parties. Then when you're done and you're supposed to be chilling out, you go back to college. Yeah, go to school. I'm so fat. I'm so tight. My game is so right. He was a fun character. Yeah, he's great. Also, it's interesting. They uh, have, you know, in this documentary, they're, they're, they're talking to former NBA players he played with. They're talking to people that he golfs with now. Yeah. There's some twerp golfer. He, <laughs> well, and the kid's like this. He goes... I'm a senior. He's just a freshman. He's got to earn his spot. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you twerp. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> you dork. Uh, it's funny. When does this come out? Like this week? Or? Not sure. Okay. <clears throat> Comes out soon, though, Jerry. Very soon. Very soon. I look forward to it. I, uh, I also see that um, Amazon's the favorite to land the Pat McAfee show. Why? Why? What are we doing? I don't understand. I don't. I, boy, I'm comfortable. So why? Confused. I don't know why some of these streamers, like Netflix, so far has done it right. Every time you hear like maybe Netflix will go after MLB, no, stop with the sports. All these streamers stream the things that like. Why are we going to pay Pat well, McAfee millions of dollars on Amazon? Just get me my packages on time. You're doing that great. Well, I listen. Their their TV and movie Prime, Amazon Prime is pretty good. Yeah, Prime Video, I should say. But they're not paying millions. They're doing a lot here. My God, I don't. I, God bless McAfee. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I mean, if you take because I'm like everybody else. Aaron Rodgers goes on, and I watch it almost every week because he's kind of become the guy who might say anything at any time, not anywhere. It's going to be on the McAfee show, so you're going to have to watch it. The rest of it, though, yeah, I don't, I don't understand how some of these companies get in their head that they have to have these these guys and pay them. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Pat McAfee wouldn't go there for a million dollars. 
No, he wouldn't because he's making more where he is now. It's I don't know why same. he's leaving where he is. It's, it's crazy, I don't Jay. get it. I, I don't, don't get, get it. it. I don't get it. Some of these places it. throw around money, and yeah. I don't know what the return on investment is. So they go, uh, Amazon is the leader in the clubhouse, but ESPN is also in the mix. ESPN who continues to lay people They're off. firing people. Right. I, but they got to get Chris, Chris Russo and Pat McAfee to eat gummies together. <laughs> well, that might and happen. yell. That's possible. And yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers. If he's going to be with McAfee still. Aaron Rodgers. This uh, seems desperate, Jerry. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. You know him. <laughs> no, no. This is hilarious. <laughs> you know him. He's on the Yankees right now, yes. Jerry. He was uh, he was a shortstop at one point, right? Yeah, he, he was a starting shortstop. Starting shortstop. They tried him out in the outfield. Now he's going to try out at catcher. Yeah. In a desperate attempt to be on the New York Yankees. If this doesn't work, bench coach. <laughs> I have some... Now, I did look. He did catch for the Rangers in 2019. How many games? That I didn't. As soon as I just saw that he was at one point caught some games. See, I don't know him as a catcher. I mean, are the Yankees that desperate for a catcher? Um, you can always use another catcher. You that's that. true. That's a that's a uh, a position, Jerry, that takes punishment. The catcher. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt. Oh, absolutely. Let's see if I can do his his kind of splits, as they say. Kind of falafa is the <laughs> wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Christmas vacation. What year? 2019. You said. Yeah, with the Texas with the Rangers. Texas Rangers. Yeah. Isaiah Kind of falafa is the wise. All right. Let's see how many games he yeah. caught. Oh, it. he caught Jerry. That would be so here actually a lot. Okay, so he maybe is a catcher. He caught the first he actually was the starting catcher the first thirty seven games of the season. Listen, Rick Ann So it's Keel, really not as desperate as it sounds. Rick Ann Keel became an outfielder. Yeah. Went from pitcher to outfielder. So all right, I'm you know what, Jerry? That is very true. I'm rooting for him now. Not only did he catch, this is very interesting, which I also didn't know about him. So in 2019 as a catcher, he started 30, 38 games okay. at catcher and the first 37 of the season and then caught another game in September. At that point, he then went to not shortstop. He was our third baseman the rest of the year. This guy's been all over it. Yeah, this guy has been all over it. All right, it. I like it. Let's so get him as a catcher. Pretty, that's pretty good, actually. Now, here would be the other question. So he came here last year. So I'm going to say 2018. I'll do one more. 2018. All right. Let's see. That was his rookie year. I you checking think. his stats. I am. Well, I'm checking out where he, what he did. Uh, 2018's not popping up. Of course. Why would it? Why would it, Jerry? Yeah. That's what happens when you do things why live. Why would it? Doesn't happen. You'll do it live. So he's got. It's not like one or two games. He's got legit catching experience at the major league level. That's good. Then let's so get him. Back it's really there. not as desperate or funny. Actually makes sense. It is cool when a guy can play multiple positions. And like yeah. this guy will have been five tool player. Yeah. He's would have been a starting shortstop for the Yankees, a catcher, gotta be honest, outfielder. I kind of look at myself in that way As a, in this uh, business. You're like a uh you're like a Swiss Army knife. I I feel like I am. You got a corkscrew, you got scissors, you got various yeah. blades. You tell me what you need, I'll do it. You'll do it. You're in. I am in. I think Jerry, about- I would call him the radio tool. He's a radio tool. Well, tool player. Tape op, producer, reporter, host, anchor, host, play by play. Wow. I don't think there's anything else I could do. That's more than five tools, even. I'm an eight tool player. You're an eight tool player. Jerry sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Rude, Boomer. So do you, Blondie. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we will get him and Geo in. And then we will wrap things up. Right now, it's time for an Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on the Golden State Warriors. 
It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, not a whole lot of time left, about 30 seconds or so. Boomer and Geo standing by. What else, Albert? Jerry, the uh, Vanity Fair with Giselle came out. I, gotta she... be, I don't care. I care. I really don't. Oh, I care, Jerry. It's I can, go away juicy. already. It go is? away. Well, yeah. she just said she did not give uh, Tom Brady an ultimatum to retire or she was out. Okay. She said, Jerry, that sometimes relationships, when they end, it's uh, years in the making. And that was the case in this one. They the end hard. was years in the making? Years in the making. I mean, Jerry. really, all of our ends are years in the making. Right. We get our time, and then their time is expired. Right. I would say the minute you meet someone, it begins to end. Well, as soon as you're born, you start dying. Correct. That as well. I mean, those two things, Jerry. I mean, that's a lyric from a cake song. Jesus. Yep. That's not me. That's a you're lyric. You're born, you're dying. I mean, you're as born, soon you're as dying. you're born, you start dying. Yep. That's correct. The clock starts. At some point, you meet someone. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.